I'm Gavin Scott, your host. Welcome to the Stay Outstanding podcast, the show that shares wisdom and gifts knowledge, motivates you to be your authentic self, influences you to fulfill your true potential, encourages you to take action, and inspires you to step into your greatness. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I'm so pleased you're here for another exciting episode of Stay Outstanding. Uh, Today's guest is Kalina Powell. She is an advocate for the deaf community. Um, Kalina, it's just so powerful what you're doing. Um, We've obviously spoken very briefly before. Perhaps you could tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're up to. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so yeah, so I am a deaf advocacy. Uh, so I teach people how to be inclusive for the deaf community on social media platforms. And I had like um, any tools that have to do with interview, for example, Zoom, Uga Meet, because a lot of people do not know how to use that. And I am there to put a band-aid on it to help people how to be accessible. And um, the reason for that, people wondering how come I am a deaf advocacy, advocate, sorry, um, because I became deaf at the age of four and I did not have anyone that looked like me. So that's why I choose to become an advocate. Wow. So you were hard of hearing from the age of four. So that's a very young age to, uh, to I guess, lose your hearing. How... Did that affect your childhood? Because, you know, I, I can remember my brother screaming and, you know, things like that. How, how did it affect your childhood? I'm just wondering. Um, it affects me in terms of the way how I think about the hearing community. I always used to have negative comments towards the hearing community because I thought people were not understanding where I was coming from. And I usually used to be so angry at them because they were not inclusive. They were always bullying. But because I was so bullying at a young age, I'm all I'm always having that mindset that the older I get, people are gonna still bully me, or the hair community is gonna bully me for the rest of my life. And um, so that mindset I had would be not so good because I and on top of that, like, you know, I developed a little bit of anxiety uh, to talk for myself, advocate for myself in the hearing community, especially teachers that had never met a deaf student. It was very hard. So that definitely impacted me a lot with my childhood. I mean, the, the work you're doing is just inspiring. Um, you were bullied. How at that age with 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 those things going on in your life, how do you deal? How did you deal with bullies, or did you not deal with them until later on? Uh, for me, uh, that's a very good question. Honestly, I really had to pull off my stuff. Have I used my family support? Because my family and my friends would always just support me, making sure that I was okay, I was getting what I need. But as well, um, without them encouraging me and accepting me, it gave me a little bit of hope in the hand community that, okay, if my family and friends are all hearing, I think 
there are some people out there like them. And so that kind of boosts my confidence a little bit more in the hand community. And also too, like social media in terms of movies. I used to watch a lot of um, disability shows that interact with the hand community or the people who didn't have disability. So that definitely boosts up a lot more of my confidence. Mm. Mm. And you said you had anxiety. When you yeah. have anxiety, it's very difficult to cope with. Um, how were you able to go from not coping to conquering anxiety? Uh, well, honestly, because I was four years old, I wouldn't remember how like I was able to trip it, but as I got older, I was able to kind of find someone to talk to and find tips on YouTube that helped me. And as well, um, again, support, very important. I feel like people don't realize how important it is to have support. Because without support, we won't get anywhere. And so that I was able to improve my anxiety. But at the same time, I do struggle a little bit because of COVID. And I'm a lip reader. And I have to read your lip to um, figure out the sentence of what you're saying. So COVID even made me more not sure to be around here in person because people were so nervous and max and talk. So that even made it worse. So what I do is I honestly ignore going outside, but at the same time I had to work. So my job made it a little bit easier for me to be like, hey, you can still go out there and still interact, even though we still wear a mask. But a clear mask, I didn't even know there was a clear mask until my boss introduced it to me. So it was very interesting. And so just so viewers understand or listeners understand, when did your hearing come back? My hand didn't come back at all until I started wearing hearing aids. So that is when all my hand came back. So it's not like I cannot hear without my hearing aids. Feel my hearing came back with my hearing aids, but not 100%. And now, do you use hearing aids or not? You do still? Yeah, I still do. Right. We can't see underneath that beautiful head of hair you've got. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. No worries. So between the age of four and eight was possibly the most challenging time. And then how old are you now? Right now, I'm 24 years old. So you finished college. And you're in a job? I'm still in school. You're so still in school? I, yeah, because I have to, because I graduated from psychology degree from university. And then now I'm in college to do um, a certificate, like a postgraduate to get more hands-on in the mental health field. Amazing, amazing. And what do you hope to do with that uh, post-grad uh, and also your your, your earlier uh, bachelor's, what, what, do you, what do you plan to do with that? My goal is to, what I'm going to do with it is start my own coaching business to help people who have disabilities and help them to overcome their anxiety, depression, self-esteem, because I've been through it myself. And I realized that if you notice, there's no disability uh, counselor or a coach. So if you were to go online, be like, hey, like, let me find a coach that has a disability, you won't find any. You probably would see one or two. 
you know? And I said, why not? I can be the next one for my community as well, the deaf community and the disability community. Absolutely. Uh, I have every belief in you, Kalina, every belief in you. Um, it, it's just such a, a, a fabulous story. Now, what's quite interesting is we have five senses. If we were to lose one of them, say, I'm just intrigued as to whether the other four become heightened. So when you're hard of hearing, uh, does your sight improve? Mm-hmm. I honestly did improve when that one person in my life, which is my grandma, um, she always makes sure that I was there. And um, because she passed away two years ago, so that kind of like brought it down again. And because especially if you lose someone that had so much belief in you and try to push you to your hardest and fullest, so that was something I would lose a lot. So. Awesome, awesome. And um, I mean, I, I have different energy on different days. So uh, it's for the same for all of us across every single spectrum that we're measuring. Um, is your hearing better on some days than other days, or is it consistently the same? I would say that's a really good question. It's different every day. You know why? Because sometimes I can be tired and I don't want to hear. So there's some days where I'm just like, I'm so tired. And my hand may be up and down because I'm so tired. So it's literally how your body is interacting with the nature, like the weather, or if your body tired from work. Like your body, literally, like it's literally how you your body is. Why are you so tired? Friday, I'm because I actually work so much. I I work two jobs. I go to school. I'm trying to start up my book, and I'm trying to start up my coaching business all at the same time. So that's why I usually get tired sometimes, and sometimes I don't get enough sleep, and that's my problem. Um. Here's a little piece of advice for you. You can't make it up. Sleep is the number one recipe to success. Yes. I'm going to say nothing more. That's all I'm going to say. Um, (laughs) Do you think that being hard of hearing does increase the likelihood of you being tired? Like, do you have to pay attention to listen? And if you do, does that make you more tired? Are you using more energy? Um, you definitely do need a lot of energy to listen. And also, too, reading lips. So imagine trying to hear and read lips. It's challenging to some people. I know a lot of people will be like, they prefer signing because they don't have to do too much work. Versus me, I'm working double because I'm trying to listen and read your lips. Right. Yeah. I mean, that triggers something for me. Like the other day I was driving and I had my Bluetooth headphones in. Right. And um, the the cops pulled me over. He said, you can't drive with headphones. Here's a fine. And I was like, you what? They fined me for wearing headphones. So is it? Is it uh, it's not legal because that's a student? Well, can you drive if you're hard of hearing? 
And if so, do you think it's safe? And if you do think it's safe, do you feel that you're presented with more challenges? Um, I drive, so I don't see where the problem is. I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of different deaf people don't feel comfortable driving because they feel like it's too much distraction because you have to constantly pay attention when you're driving. And a lot of people worry if they can't hear the cop behind them or the firefighter or anything like that. They're worried about that. So I never had that experience where I never seen anything because the light is so bright so I can see it. And um, it might be challenging for some people, but for me, because I've been driving since I was 16 years old, my family tried to get me on the road early in hospital so that I can start getting used to it. So props to my family for letting me drive. I'm so young. <laughs> Amazing. Now, I, I, I have the same thing on my bicycle. I'm listening to music. I, I can't hear the external world, but I'm on the road sometimes, you know. Um, I don't think it's... Uh, I don't... Well, we better not say. Anyway... <laughs> um, why is it, and this is an assumption, I, I mean... I, I'm blessed with good hearing. And for me, it's more difficult in some restaurants to hear, say, the people at the table um, than in other restaurants. So I imagine being hard of hearing, it must be the same. Like, are there different restaurants which are easier for you to hear? It's hard. Um, I know a lot of people say that to me, like, oh, you're, like, you can hear fine because we're hearing it. And I said, no, there's still work towards it because, again, hearing aids don't always, always naturally work, right? There's some days where I'm tired. There's some days where I have to read this. So, and, you know, like, I feel like people, the hearing community should be mindful of that. We are really trying to hear you. So don't make it harder than, than it should be. So you you enjoy listening to music? Yes, I do. You do. All right. What's your favorite music? Um, I would say my Caribbean island music. <laughs> so, Caribbean island music. Yeah. Um, way down in Kokomo. <laughs> like Kokomo. <laughs> And uh, reggae. <laughs> reggae. All right. We love a bit of reggae, man. Uh, ja Rastafari. Um, <laughs> I, I won't let anyone hear my really sweet tones, but uh, we can do that offline if you if you like a rendition. Um, I got some renditions, girl. You'll be surprised. Anyway, uh, we're straying from what people might be hoping to hear and get value from. I'm sure they would get plenty of value from my reggae uh, voice. Nonetheless, let's move back to uh, the topic at hand. Hard, hard, being hard of hearing and having had those experiences in life. Um, have you at any stage in life had to have your words translated by a translator or a uh, interpreter or sign language? Have you, have you learned sign language? 
Um, I did learn sign language when I was younger, but unfortunately, I did not pick it up when I got older because my family did not want me to rely heavily on sign language. So they wanted me to be Bobo and um, you said another one. You said another question. I've got another question for you. What do you wish other people could understand about your experience? This is this is opening the minefield of please boggle us with what we're missing because you wish that we could understand you, but we wish that we could communicate with you. Now, there's no reason why, in fact, we can't because we are currently doing so. But, you know, often a lot gets lost in translation and that translation doesn't have to be literal translation. You know, I'm talking yeah. about events, occurrences, experiences, Voices, tones, places, etc., etc. So, what do you wish other people could understand about your experience? Because trying to be an advocate, well, being an advocate for inclusion, um, you must be trying to get a message across, and that message must include what other people could understand about your experience. Um, my experience is that I know one time I would teach someone how to be inclusive and the next day they're not. So I do want us to put it out there to people, be consistent when you're in, um, being inclusive because you don't know who's going to walk in that door and need your service or going to watch your social media platform. The way the social media is going, it's super big now because of COVID. Everybody is online now. Everything is online. So I tell people, and I do really want to tell people to know it, that there are YouTube to learn how to be accessible. Don't just think no one needs it. And especially for those who don't speak the first language, it's English, where the first language could be Spanish. You don't know. And I would tell people, it's not just people who are deaf, but there are people who don't um, speak the same first language as you. Not sure everyone listening got that. I just want to highlight that again because it was such a big moment. Be consistent with your messaging and communication. So if you're an inclusionist, which I'm hoping every listener is, but if you are, don't be one one day and not the next. Be an inclusionist day one and every day after. Um, so insightful. Thank you so much, Kalina. Um, to read lips, have you got to, I don't know, do a course, do some training, or did you literally just look and try and listen and just put it together? How, how, how does that work? Um, it's literally like a remote. <laughs> it's literally like a remote. Like, it's automatic. I never got training, to be honest. It just came naturally. I didn't know how. People asked me, they're like, how do you do it? And I said, it's literally naturally that came. I don't know how. It's literally just like a remote, like a TV button. 
and you just it happened. Wow. Wow. That's insane. Um, I tell you what, let's take a break for two seconds and ask you to pick a word from behind me. <laughs> no. Can you see the words? I can see the words. Which word would you like to choose? Words so story, memory, feeling, experience, belief, meaning, meaning. Meaning. <laughs> um, meaning. Wow. Um, I love this game. Uh, what does meaning mean to you in, in, in your place, given your circumstances and your experience? Uh, meaning is you have a purpose. You have hope to inspire other people. Well, I love that. I love that. Um, meaning, right. Let me join in this fun game. Uh, I'm going to apply it to our conversation. And I'm going to say that I've been meaning to be more inclusive. I've been meaning to be more open to reaching out to the, um, you know, hard of hearing community. I've been meaning to uh, understand and be uh, more of an advocate for the inclusion community. Um, I've been meaning to... And the reason I've been using I've been meaning to is some people might be having thoughts like I just said. And this is actually really weird because I've kind of just tricked myself in that as an impact leader, I believe in creating impact. So I'm meaning to, I have been meaning to, these are not tenses or phrases that create impact. They are merely acknowledgements. So in order that I may make an impact, I would ask you, Kalina, to help me in some way be an inspiration to the inclusion community so that I can create an impact. How can you help me do that? I would love to help you do that. I think the first thing you could learn is how to put code caption. Code caption? What is code caption? I'm sorry, I'm, I, I, I'm naive. What is code caption? Oh, you mean on the, t on the, on the screen here? Yeah. Oh, code caption. <laughs> right, I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm. I don't normally pick up my phone during a recording, but whilst we are talking, uh, let me send a note to my assistant. Please. You have to go on zoom.com. You can't go on your phone, unfortunately. Oh, it's on zoom.com. 
Oh, hang on. This is awesome. So I scroll down to preferences. And then I go, what, to audio? No, you don't go on audio. People Ooh. thought you do. You go on uh, advice meeting. Advice meeting? Advice meeting. Oh, it's sudden. Sorry, click on sudden. Click on which one? Sudden. If you click on sudden. Uh, wasn't I on? Yeah, I'm on settings, yeah. And scroll to the bottom. All right, accessibility. And you see closed captions. Accessibility, closed captioning. You click on all three boxes. All three boxes? I've got all boxes ticked. There's like 20 boxes. <laughs> I love that we're doing this in the middle of a live stream. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's okay. We can work out it after. <laughs> That's true. We could, but we're not going to because people need to know this is important. Uh, so closed captioning. Uh, I am received ticked. Participant has joined ticked. Private in meeting chat received. Co-host privilege granted received. Live stream has started. Right. So I've got all of them ticked. So why is it not coming up? All three? Well, hang on. What is all three? I, I've got more than three. Really? Can I see it? Oh, please. I want to see your screen. Oh, my God. You want to see my screen? How do I share my... I wonder if in a live recording I can share my screen with you. That'd be quite amazing. I've never done this before. Let's do this, people. We are doing things that we've never done before. <laughs> um, can you see my screen now? It takes a few minutes. Takes a few minutes. Yeah. Well, Do you click on the green button, share screen? Share screen, I ticked that, yeah. Oh, hello. And, yeah, we're on the uh, thing, yeah, that's right, yeah. Right. There you go, got it. I see it, perfect. Okay, so I'm going to go to preferences on the Zoom, yeah? Click on setting. I'm a service guy, service. Oh, service preferences. Okay. Accessibility. Go down. Go down. Now. Okay. You're going to have to click on zoom.com then. Go on the website, zoom.com. Zoom.com. Right. Zoom.com. Yes. So log in. So sign in. Sign in, right? Yeah. Here we go. Da -da 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 -da. Sign in. And then you click on setting on the well, yeah, right there. And you go all the way down. Okay, go back up a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Go up a little bit. A little bit more. more. Oh, wait, there. Close caption. You didn't have it on. There you go. And then click on all three boxes. All right. Okay. 
and then now you can come out of that and then you will see right besides so stop showing your screen stop sharing my screen right the bottom right beside share screen there should say something that should have cc or closed caption see i don't see it no because usually what happens, you probably have to come out of it and then come back on, but it popped up. I think you just did it. Right. So accessibility, it's all on. Yeah. Interesting. I tell you what, why don't you stay here two seconds okay. and I'll be back. Okay. I'm going to assign you as the, uh, oh, hang on, what's going on here? Assign and leave. I'll be back in two secs. Okay. So just a couple more uh, questions for you, Kalina, before we wrap up. The first is, if anything you've said resonates with anybody in the crowd today that's listening, how could they get in touch with you? Everybody can get in touch with me on my website, which is kalinaempowerment.com, and my Instagram is Boss. Cool. And um, lastly, what does stay outstanding mean to you? Be different. What I mean by that is you have to find your own path. What I mean by that is find your, do not copy other people's lifestyle, even though you want what they have. It's very important to have your own value, your own path, and most importantly, your own voice. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for that. And uh, thank you for all the work you do behind the scenes um, uh, in the communities that you're working in. Uh, it's been such a pleasure to have you as a guest today. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed the content and got any value, please do like it, rate it, follow, subscribe, and leave a comment. You'll find us across all the social media channels, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. All the links are in the show notes. It's been my privilege to host you today. I'm Gavin Scott. Until next time, stay outstanding.